Hello and welcome to this special episode of the Tilney Investment Podcast Series. Pre-COVID, ESG was a hotly discussed topic. However, has the narrative changed in the wake of the virus or has the recent upheaval shown that ESG considerations are just as important as ever? I'm Rebecca Davidson, Investment Director in our London office. I'm joined this afternoon by Louis French, who is the ESG and Ethical Specialist at Tilney. Today we'll be discussing the ESG landscape post-COVID and how we at Tilney approach sustainable investment. As you can probably tell, we're recording this podcast from our respective homes today. Before we begin, here's some important information. Nothing in this recording is intended to constitute advice or recommendation, and you should not take any investment decision based on its content. Any opinions expressed may be subject to change without notice. Remember that the value of investments can fall as well as rise and that you may not get back the amount you originally invested. Past performance should not be considered a reliable indicator of future returns. Different funds carry varying levels of risk depending on the geographical region and industry sector in which they invest. You should make yourself aware of these specific risks prior to investing. If you are unsure about the suitability of an investment or if you need advice on your specific requirements, you should seek professional financial advice. Good afternoon, Louis. This is your second Tilney recording on ESG investing. A lot has changed in the world since our listeners last heard from you. Has the focus on ESG considerations been sidelined by COVID? Hello, Rebecca. Uh, Firstly, I'd like to send my best wishes to all clients and their families uh, in these very difficult times that we're currently living in. Um, And yes, you are correct, Rebecca, that the world we live in has changed considerably. Um, however, I would argue strongly that the momentum behind ESG investing uh, and using ESG as a risk tool has shown no signs of fading. Uh, in fact, the pandemic has brought a greater spotlight on the global challenges we all face, uh, such as the environment, healthcare, uh, and society more generally. Um, data from LIPA has also highlighted that uh, 36 billion US dollars of investment uh, in terms of inflows have gone into ESG funds. Uh, in the first quarter of 2020 alone, which was remarkable uh, given the market, the global market backdrop for investment. Uh, I can imagine that you're also seeing a lot of client, intre- client interest in ESG and sustainable portfolios. Is that correct? Yeah, I think for a very long time, a lot of the demand has come from charities and a smaller subset of individuals. But I think across the board now, uh, clients are taking a much greater interest into where and with whom their capital is invested and the social repercussions of that allocation. So, Louis, I think there is a perception, however, that to employ a sustainable approach means compromising on investment returns. How has the ESG sector performed so far year to date? Yeah, that's a myth that I'm uh, familiar with over the years. Um, Generally speaking, our funds have performed well uh, with sectors such as healthcare and technology, uh, which are often overweight in ESG and sustainable portfolios outperforming so far this year. Uh, These funds have also benefited from having a generally lower lower exposure to commodity prices, uh, particularly traditional energy prices, uh, which have had a roller coaster ride so far this year as the global economy went into lockdown. However, as per the usual uh, disclaimers, uh, past performance uh, should not be used as a guide to future returns and clients should be aware of the risks before investing. As we start to potentially exit the first phase of the COVID pandemic, what role do you see ESG and ESG businesses contributing to the recovery of the global economy? 
Yeah, that's highlighted already. Um, I don't see the momentum behind ESG and sustainable investing fading. The pan pandemic has brought a greater focus on health and well-being, the environment and animal welfare. Uh, we can also see supply chains becoming more localised, particularly if further lockdowns take place before hopefully a vaccine is developed. It's also clear that a number of governments around the world want to see a greener economic recovery, and this is likely to feature in the expected fiscal stimulus markets are now expecting to help the global economy recover. For example, the UK government has just announced a three billion pound green investment package focused on energy efficiency within homes and public buildings. Two billion of this package is set to be made available to help people insulate their homes and reduce energy consumption as part of the UK's net zero target. Within the investment world, we're also seeing a greater focus and increased regulations on issues such as carbon disclosures and demonstrating that ESG risks are monitored. The United Nations Sustainable Development Goals are also growing in prominence amongst investors and as a tool to help measure impact, the positive impact beyond traditional financial risk and return metrics. The combination of these factors means that ESG is likely to have a key role in the global recovery. Uh, and so what do you view as the main challenges to investing in this area? Yeah, despite this, this positive momentum, Rebecca, that, you know, there are challenges with ESG and sustainable investing. Um, we've obviously seen uh, improvements in data quality in terms of company scoring, um, but often this area can really feel like a green maze for investors. That is why we spend a lot of time producing free guides for Best Invest and Tilney clients to help them navigate the different investment approaches in this area. Um, another issue is greenwashing, uh, and this is where a company or fund is marketed to seem more environmentally friendly uh, than is the case. Uh, and this does remain, like I said, a major challenge for investors in this area. Uh, some of the external and independent ESG scoring of companies and funds uh, can often raise uh, some eyebrows, shall we say. Uh, and that is why we don't rely on these scores entirely within our investment approach at Tilney. Uh, lastly, I would also say that it's important to recognise that the challenges that individual businesses face uh, when managing their processes and supply chains. Uh, for example, uh, in the news this week, we have seen companies such as Boohoo uh, linked to concerns over its factory conditions and treatment of staff, and also Veolia because of concerns of how plastic materials are treated. These examples highlight the importance of ongoing ESG analysis and shareholder engagement. Louis, do you think that the investment industry has made this topic particularly confusing with the use of seemingly interchangeable buzzwords and acronyms? Uh, completely, 100% agree. Um, the, the, the different approaches and phrases do not help uh, and in many ways highlight the journey the investment world has been on. For example, funds such as uh, PACs in America uh, were set up in response to the Vietnam War. Uh, and stopping uh, the funding of military equipment for that war. Whilst in the UK, many of the traditional ethical funds have strong links to religious organisations, such as the Quakers or the Church of England. Looking to the future, uh, and that there is now a greater focus amongst newer funds on terms such as ESG, responsible and sustainable, uh, alongside impact investing. The UN Sustainable Development Goals that I've mentioned already also provide investors with a global framework to work towards. However, as always, clients should carefully consider how these different investment approaches uh, differ 
uh, and that when comparing funds, you are not comparing apples and pears. And this is really important uh, before investing in this area of the market. Finally, Louis, for clients who are interested in ESG and ethical investing, what does Tilney offer them? Well, great question, Rebecca, to finish with. You know, our flagship offering um, is the ethical ready-made portfolio, uh, which is available for all Best Invest and Tilney clients. This portfolio features our best ideas and offers clients a fairly straightforward solution to investing in this area. Uh, We're also working on the wider integration of ESG within our investment approach to ensure that these risks are monitored closely and also reviewing the content that we produce for clients. As highlighted already, clients have access to a range of free online materials on both ESG and sustainable investing. Uh, Alongside this, we also have a lot of client uh, internal, sorry, internal expertise to help clients invest sustainably with their savings. And we we are able to build bespoke portfolios for larger clients such as charities. Thank you so much, Louis, for all of your comments today. We will be back again with a new episode. However, if you have any feedback, questions or comments, please send us an email at podcast at tilney.co.uk.